I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who works with all earthlings to reunite them within themselves and with each other, regardless of the dimension they're currently in, meaning I'm a medium as well as an animal communicator, medical intuitive, and channel for all beings. I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support animals and humans as they heal from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals I View podcast. It's always in the contrast that I can usually see the illumination on the outside. This is, after all, a planet of immense diversity and, to a certain extent, humans wanting only one way, the way that makes us feel good and doesn't bother us, is fairly one-dimensional and, at times, a mirror of not only our collective worldview, but also our desire to stay only in a space by means of attempting to control that space. Illusion being the optimal component of our experience. Not so, of course, with animals. The more diverse, the better. The more contrasting, the better. The more choices illuminated by contrast, the better. So that as they hover slightly above seeming duality, they understand They are the point of unity in seeing everything in a multitude of dimensions versus just one. And so it was this past week that I had an interesting interaction with a friend on Facebook. It was about a current health situation affecting millions of people worldwide that shall not be named. You know what I'm talking about, and I've talked about it before. To the animals, it's no surprise that as many go down the rabbit hole of the how and the why of the coronavirus, the whole lab in China thingy, which, to be honest, never rang true for me. If you notice the energy of any situation, person, or place, that will either resonate with you or it won't. It's either on or off, and Within the on or the off, it's just a matter of degrees within both. And as you go forward this next few weeks, I ask you to promise me that you'll start to tune into how your body responds to how anything outside of you and inside, of course, feels to you. Just follow the energy like the animals do all of the time. So... The rabbit hole that some, including the U.S. government, followed and then blamed and then unfollowed and then blamed again and then started following again about the virus starting in a lab is proving to be once more a false narrative, which, of course, to that the animals would say, duh, out loud and rather loudly. Because it's true that other species on the planet live with the virus and do not develop disease with it. Our interaction with the virus was due to a necessary rebalancing between species 
and the infamous wet markets in different parts of the world that blatantly disrespect boundaries between species. It's also not a coincidence that because so many have refused to partner with, to a certain extent, meaning balance with opposite reaction, think physics, of the virus via vaccination, that the now present Delta variant was born. Our one-dimensional view of the planet, viruses being so small and how could they possibly have intelligence because they don't have a brain like we do, is once again proving to be incredibly limited and just as dangerous to the survival of our species. I hold great compassion and space for those families and friends whose loved ones transitioned because of COVID, as do all other species on the planet. And they do this whenever any other individual earthling transitions. And as well, they extend their heartfelt compassion to the family group that's still in physical form because they are that intimately connected to all of us always. And all the other species would say, the numbers of humans on the planet outweighs available resources. This is an energetic function, and we'll be talking about that here in just a minute. This is part of the rebalancing when boundaries were violated. Again, in human-centric thinking, keyword, thinking also incorporating our knee-jerk reaction against the fixed duality on the planet, any other thoughts about embracing the actual present and very real energy that is also fixed of a situation is simply not done. Because we so prize our brains and our thoughts above all, all other sensory and information-bearing experiences. And it was exactly this human-centric thinking that caused a back and forth between me and the Facebook friend about debate and choice. Their perspective was that because people, humans, are entitled to think and feel as they want to think and feel, that the debate about whether or not to get vaccinated should be embraced and supported. And that, by extension then, this debate and choice about the vaccine itself was also part of that mix, also part of debate and choice. They felt and said that as As humans embraced a broad, diverse range of ideologies, those groups of ideologies should be allowed to debate and then choose what they felt was right for them, regardless of the impact on other differing groups. And speaking of energy, I could feel their comfort at wanting to stay above the energy and incorporate all of what what felt good to them kind of in a magnanimous kind of way, embracing all differing debate and subsequent choices. The point, of course, was missed entirely. And even by me initially, which, when I got around to working beyond my own reaction to their initial post, (laughs) was, in fact, all about energy, and to which they ultimately agreed. Because energy is the immutable on this planet. 
The energy of this virus is immutable, and so far, humans are missing the point. All other species would say, well, you can think and feel about a certain thing all you want, and when you get to the energy of it, there is only on or off and then degrees of that, which isn't the same as debate and then choice because form follows function and energy, not the other way around, which is usually the way humans tend to see things. In other words, as an example, because I see it this way, that's the way it is, isn't how it actually is on the planet. To paraphrase, the message and the energy of this virus is clear. Only the human species on the planet is being affected to a massive degree. And in my world, as I sometimes say, this has the universe written all over it. So if the design on the planet functions in energy, and that energy, while constantly changing, is, in every moment, one way or the other, it stands to reason that a collection of those moments, say, over a year to a year and a half, that are consistently in the on-toggle switch position, how is debate and choice of that energy even an issue? According to the animals, it's not. And yet, perhaps it's all part of what makes humans feel secure, which is to repeat that which pleases us, regardless of energetic fact. Which brings me to the Fibonacci-ish sequence of energy, that of alignment versus debate and choice. And I say the ish part because not all mathematicians would agree that the golden ratio or the Fibonacci sequence of patterns that we see all around us is accurate. And with them, I would disagree because this planet is actually an inclusive design of sequences and patterns, while at the same time holding space to create new patterns and design that are still also about symmetry and pattern and, to a certain extent, dependability. Truly, this is a from my perspective and the animal's perspective, a miraculous and magical place, this earth. And maybe it's this last part of the non-fixed of holding space to create new patterns that trips up your garden variety mathematician. I will include a link in the podcast notes about how those who believe math is the original platform upon which humans need to see the world explain how the golden ratio does not actually apply to the world around us. That it's only because we want to see the patterns that they're, that we actually see them in front of us. Then again, on the opposite side, I would add a quote attributed to Galileo, which was, Mathematics is the language in which God has written the universe, which to me is a stereotypical example of function follows form, wherein the human perspective is that we have the language given to us by which the rest of the universe prescribes. There's the illusion of control again. Symmetry and balance, again, are everywhere. And only by seeking alignment within that balance 
mathematics being the human interpretation of the balance, will we see the true energy of a thing? Animals see all of this in a dramatically different way, which is why they would eliminate debate and choice, which is silly by their definition after all. They would say, who has, who has the time to debate and choose when the dance between predator and prey is present, such as in the current coronavirus and humans? They would also add, much better to seek alignment with the function, rebalancing between species, and the created form, vaccination, that follows the function, especially when it is at hand and capable of redirecting the survival of humans on a global basis. No other animal species would turn away from that, especially, number one, when it would affect members of their own species and their survival, literal survival on the planet, and also number one, because of the effect that would have on every other species on the planet. But you see, that's also part of this paradigm that needs to shift where human, I guess, perception needs to occur. Every other species on the planet would understand wow, we're kind of integral to everything that goes on around us. And if there's something happening between the planet and another species, i.e. virus, that's affecting not only our species, we better get our act together, not only for ourselves, but because all the other species depend upon us. And you would think being human and frankly, ultimate stewards and guardians over everything, supposedly, on the planet, we would have wrapped our collective head around that a long time ago. And yet, we still haven't. At least, that's how the animals see it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review if you're so inspired and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. Reach out if you think I can be of service via www.lizanneflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I invite you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website where I also post notices for upcoming events such as new classes and online psychic fairs. This has been the Animal's Eye View Podcast. I'll see you next time.